Hey, welcome to the 60 Helmets Kickstart Podcast. Uh, this weekend was the Washougal Motocross National. I'm Don Maeda, joined by Chase Curtis and Michael Antonovich. Lip smacking Mike. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, man, this is the first time we've been all together in almost over a week. Over a week. Over yeah, a week. Almost yeah. two weeks, yeah. I actually took a little vacation and uh, yep. headed to Whistler Bike Park up in Canada. But uh, my guys here held it down. So, uh, man, uh, good to see you guys. How was Washougal? I watched on TV, and it was pretty awesome. I think it was one of the better days that we've had at the track in a long, long time. Yeah. Weather was a complete opposite of Spring Creek, which sucked. Um, but just general vibe, everybody was happy. Really? Uh, there's a lot of industry people. That's that vacation round that everybody goes to. Yeah. So there are a lot of industry people there, and the fans are into it. Like yeah. Washougal more than anywhere. Redbud is rowdy because they all just want to party. Yeah. But I think core moto fan, Washougal's hard to top. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, you know, with it being on the West Coast, it's mm-hmm. an easy flight up for a lot of industry people from California. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm sure it was beautiful without the without the stifling heat. Yeah, it, it was so nice. It was like cloudy in the morning, and it's then there was even like steady drizzle yeah. all the way through the first practices. But then at that point it was fine. It didn't really get sunny or hot till like that last 450 moto, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. which was good for the track too because then there was no sh- flat light, so there was no shadows in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I thought you did a, a really nice job of shooting the event. I think. Thank you. I mean, people think automatically that shooting photos at Washougal is just like shooting fish in a barrel. No, it's not. Just, just like mammoth, right? Because mm-hmm. the scenery is so nice. But I think it has something to do with. Uh, lack of pollution in the air so the light is really harsh up mm-hmm. there and it's also tough to shoot in the sun just like the riders shoot in the sun and then go shoot in in the in the shade in the, mm-hmm. in the trees area and it's tight too like there's a lot of places you can't go because they run the track all the way to the fence line or through the trees mm-hmm. um but it was good uh that's a fun one to shoot but it is hard when you go see everything that entire front fenders no matter what color they are are white yeah <laughs> So, but yeah, that's a fun one to go to. That's like, if anybody can go to a race, that's one of the better ones to go to. Because you can see pretty much a good part of the track. You have to move around, but yeah. you can watch everything from everywhere. Yeah. Even like last year, I didn't get a chance when I went to walk around the track as much. But this year, I was telling Anton on a flight back, I, I walked up the hill to where the majority of the fans were. Mm-hmm. And you could see almost everything except for like this section before the finish line. It was yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think... Uh, that track is also it's it's easy for media to navigate because there's lots of fences mm-hmm. and tunnels and tunnels, stuff yeah. shortcuts I mean, yeah. and it's not like uh, like sometimes like Glen Helen was hard to navigate for me when I was shooting photos because all the Southern California people I knew mm-hmm. <laughs> I go into the crowd for a second and like hey but. I always liked Washougal because I'm kind of more incognito up there. <laughs> See, you would think that would be the case. He and I got stopped like at least a dozen times, and people mm-hmm. were just pumped just to like tell us how good they like the work and everything that's going on. People I've never met. Yeah. And so that was cool. It, that's never happened at any other race, really. Uh, maybe one or two times, but mm-hmm. we were stopped a lot like all weekend. And it's cool to see that people are so into it. I think that circles back to how in-depth all those fans are. They go to PIR on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Camp on Friday, go to the race all day Saturday. Yeah. Did you happen to meet my niece's boyfriend at either of the races? No, Scott. No. Oh, he's fanatical motocross fanatic, <laughs> or well, fanatical fanatic. That's dumb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he doesn't 
ride, has never ridden. Mm-hmm. He just became interested in the sport. I think maybe to have a common ground with my brother Ross. Mm-hmm. But the dude like listens to everything, watches everything, like tells me how it is. <laughs> it's pretty mm-hmm. funny, but you know, I know for sure he he had to have gone to PIR, so I thought maybe he would have tracked you down. They, well, we didn't get to go to yeah. PIR yet. Oh, you we didn't? didn't fly in until Friday, <coughs> but um, it sounds like thousands of people showed up. Yeah, and a yeah. really really good race turnout too. That's so I, a saw, I saw that race. Bowers got second. Who got first? Um, D Martel. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and Potelli got third. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. a lot of fans were actually staying this week for that uh, works race too. Mm-hmm. So oh. we saw a lot of works guys up there too. Yeah, 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 I'm sure it's not too far to Grays Harbor, right? Yeah, it's a couple yeah, hours. A couple hours. Yeah. yeah. So uh, before Washugal, you guys, uh, you guys were at Fly Racing Summer Camp. How how did that go off? It's yeah. good. That's the third year that it's been in Boise. Um, it's a fun time. It's cool to see how big that is. Two mm-hmm. days of riding. He did the whitewater rafting. I did the trail ride the second day. Um, Western has made a huge, huge push in those last few years to make sure that everybody sees mm. how big of a core brand they are throughout of all of Moto. And when they take that many media people up and show us all that they have, and we see new gear and they have athletes come out, it's it's huge. They've yeah. made a huge push to to break that old um, misconception that they're just like this old man brand. They mm-hmm. want to be a technical brand. They want to be something for everybody instead of just catering to the few. Yeah. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. So, how was the gear? It's good. Good. I, mean, it's I good. saw the photos. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know that the light hydrogen stuff is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did they change the fit of the other lines at all? Uh, Not really. Yeah. Um, they're really focusing on those three from kinetic to light hydrogen to Evo. Mm-hmm. Um, almost everybody got the light hydrogen. Like yep. I think he and I both got that. Yeah. The only thing that I would say about that is I might have to go down, like, a gear size just because that material is so slick stretchy. and stretchy yeah. that, like, it feels like it moves a lot. But, like, construction-wise, it's great. They've made a yeah. lot of advancements in those last two years with gear, the last two times that you and I have gone. Um, and even better now, I think that there's some more stuff in the works for, like, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. But for as it is right now, I mean, it's probably the most durable of that four-way stretch yeah. gear. Yeah, I was telling Anton, I haven't worn fly stuff in probably – three or four years and especially the pant like that pant is so comfortable mm-hmm. and it seemed pretty durable i mean we only rode the one day but mm-hmm. we were rubbing the bike quite a lot on the pit bike race so <laughs> i didn't get any tears or anything i think anton i did but i got take yeah, i went down though so <laughs> yeah um but even in kinetic there's laser cut holes through the pants which they've never had before so i mean the ventilation has been way improved and then that's a different material than the kinetic mesh that they release every spring but they, they have something for everybody. Um, even on the F2 helmet, like, we haven't – that was our first time we rode in the Formula. Yeah. But then they've dropped the price on the F2, and it's still got, like, carbon construction, um, mm-hmm. a MIPS liner. They've, they've made a lot of things to appeal to everybody. Yeah. Is the uh, – the F2 helmet is the – do you remember – do you remember when Fly first introduced their, like, series helmet? Mm-hmm. They sent it to me in a box with a lock on it. It was like a mm-hmm. – it was kind of a – not a publicity stunt. It was just like a promotional thing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty clever. It was uh, the helmet was in a wooden box that had a combination lock on it. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> and they gave me a DVD, and you had to watch the DVD to get the combination to open <laughs> the box. And it was like the DVD was like Jerry Lathrop, the designer, talking mm-hmm. about his inspiration. And I'm like watching it. Damn, oh, I just want to see this helmet. And I'm all, 
I bet the combo is 208. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> they so. do they do really good job. Like remember the one year we got the wooden boxes with all the gear yeah. before we started doing all those media launches and then like he and I each got a gift yeah. before we went. We got like this really nice collapsible cooler bag. Mm -hmm. Last year, you and I got those big duffel bag kits full of everything. Like, yeah. they go full bore when it comes to a media launch even, kit to get you excited. Yeah, even when we got there, like, our hotels, everyone had uh, an OGO backpack. And then mm -hmm. inside of it, I think, I don't know if it was for Hat. you, I had swim trunks and stuff because mm -hmm. I was going rafting and whatnot. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And we needed those backpacks after all the stuff we got in Portland. Yeah. yeah. So, did they uh, let you bring your gear back or are they shipping it to you? They're going to ship it back. In the gear bag. But what that's is, good. What a job, right? Like like yeah. last year, th they did that. Mm -hmm. They shipped back the mountain bike gear and the thing and the motocross gear. But I think, well, Paul says he did it. I'm not sure. He probably made his assistant do it. But they had to wash all of our stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the Dude, my knee brace socks do not smell good after <laughs> our No. No, I think all of our, I like even hung all my stuff out to like dry off. <laughs> so it aired out before we put it back in because I know. Uh. Like, a couple days from now, it's going to be pretty burly. Oh, yeah. And then I tucked my boots in there because I knew we were going to go to Portland, and I just wanted a little space. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they that's going to be a burly one, too, because it's a 50-pound bag that they're just going to ship yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's 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 an investment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so while you guys were checking out the fly stuff, I got to uh, – I went by Fox Racing on Thursday, mm -hmm. and Mark Finley took me through the whole line of uh, MX-20 gear. Mm -hmm. And obviously – You've seen some of it on Marvin, or not Marvin, Kenny yep. and Adam. Uh, stuff's pretty cool. I can't talk about it until yeah. Thursday because they're going to have this big launch on Thursday. But uh, there's a new chest checker that's pretty sweet. You know, mm -hmm. like the everyone right now, even with other brands or whatever, kind of the standard is that Alpine Stars A1, mm -hmm. like, like the one that you wear. Mm -hmm. They have something to compete with that. It's pretty slick. That's good. Did you see the stuff, like we've seen the American gear? Yep. Did you see what? The Hana guys wore in Europe yeah. this weekend. Yeah. It's sick. The yeah. white and orange. That yeah, looks sweet. good. There's yeah. a lot of. I like the just solid colorways, mm -hmm. like solid arms, solid chest, all that. The mm -hmm. simplicity of things is really, mm -hmm. really starting to come through. Yeah. So at uh, at Washugo, we had Kenny in new gear. Adam, all the Star Boys were in the new Thor gear. Yep. Dude, Ferrandis's gear was on fire. Mm -hmm. It was matched his helmet. Yeah. Did, did they all have the same mm -hmm. helmet and the same? They all wore blue so. and yellow, right? All same yeah. everything. Yeah, because yeah. every moto, they were like one, two, three, four through the first turn, side by side. It looked yeah. so sick. And then um, Plessinger and Entiknap had yellow. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then Cooper and Marvin had orange, and that was the same style but two different colorways. Yeah. yeah. And the yellow looked really, really good with the Yamaha. Yeah, it did. Surprisingly. It's pretty cool this time of year when, you know, we're kind of part, part well, way through. halfway through the season, kind of like. People are starting to drag, and then, boom, something to be excited yeah. about. Mm -hmm. Everyone looks new. Yeah. So was there any other new stuff that showed up? The um, that Troy Lee Adidas stuff. <clears throat> that's right. Uh, that was, that'll was that be way later in the year, yeah. but that stuff was cool. Um, I think that's the best-looking stuff that they've done. I like the black and white that they did, but mm -hmm. then the blue and orange is like the Troy Lee standard Oh, now. they made blue and orange. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, that stuff looked really, really good. I wish that that Alpine Stars boot was on a Tech 10 because that so thing looked I. really, really well, slick. Well, the guys had Tech 10s, right? Yeah, guys had Tech 10s. Productions. Yeah. Tech 5 is, yeah. yeah. Is it silver and red? Silver so and black. Silver black with the old school, like, blue, white, red uh, trifoil logo. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, mm, I'm trying to think if anybody else. Answer. New answer stuff. Oh, yeah. And so they had a couple guys in that. 
Uh, Alpine stars seem to be about the same because mm -hmm. they've been steadily doing stuff through the summer. Yeah, I mean, well, we went to that launch a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, saw that new stuff. So, uh, man, the the racing was pretty incredible. I thought. Mm -hmm. um, what did you guys think? Well, first thing I thought was, man, I have stood in that corner right there where Anderson got punted off by Savachi. Mm -hmm. Did there end up being a penalty? Because yeah. they were talking about on TV. Um, yeah. I still need to see the final results, but probably. Yeah. Just because he kind of gassed it and got back on, and they're but really the trying is, to cut down on it. But the thing is, is like I watched it several times. He didn't actually pass him until he was, until in he was on, the in, track. In, yeah. on the track. I think it's more a how hard was he on the gas off the track yeah. because they've, got, they've even gotten, um, like Alex got penalized at Spring Creek. That's what mm -hmm. they got at him for at Redbud. Uh, I think Adam went off the track at one point too, and they and like the whoops, brought yeah. it up, and so they're really, really trying to track, like crack down on that because it's a safety thing. They don't want somebody to get run into, yeah. And so just put the fear in everybody now, so they don't have to worry about it later. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be tough though. That track's so narrow, especially mm -hmm. that part. It's slick, it's slick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, so was there contact between the two guys, yeah. or was it just because it looked I like Savachi was going to Savachi was going to go into that the hump with the rut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think you saw Jason coming, and he, he just, just kind of drifted. Yeah, but I don't think there was contact. I think he just kind of spooked him a little him bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I was like, man, props to Jason for keeping his composure and holding that thing wide around mm -hmm. the outside because it was like part dirt, part grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to be pretty slippery out there. And it's all off camera there, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the last, like, two, three laps of 450 Moto 1 and then last two laps of 250 Moto 2, that's the fastest I've seen all of those guys go all year. Like mm. Eli was really, really charging, um, and I haven't seen the replay yet because I was standing on the back side of that jump where I guess him and Ken either got close to each other or Ken went down. And then I think I, I think Eli came in and it looked like their shoulders touched, and Kenny like just that. went and shot off the track. Mm -hmm. yeah. And but then, uh, um, <coughs> and I mean, he went down two, three laps before that, and he was already in the middle of a charge, and then had to restart the charge again, yeah. and he's just full gas the whole way. And then when Adam launched off that sand wall, like if you watch that clip from the TV oh, again, yeah. I was standing on the top of the hill watching it, and you just watched every fan in that valley just yeah. lose their minds. That yeah. whole section of the crowd was insane. Yeah, I went over there a few times, and everyone was stoked. That if you were trying to video or photograph that jump, it would have been like uh, Excite Bike when you used to mm -hmm. hit a kicker funny and <laughs> jump out of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it would remind me of Casey Davis's Eli video years ago. <laughs> oh, when the shoulders didn't move. Yeah, yeah. When he was in a sling. <laughs> um, but it's cool because, like Dylan knows, I have to win everything now if I want any shot yeah. at the title. Eli doesn't have to, but he's trying to have 50 points so when they go into buds, he can clinch it because he doesn't want to have Iron Man come about again where it's like I have to be almost flawless today and not have Marvin have any shot. Yeah. So that's like the whole point of trying to do one one motos because he has a healthy enough lead he could kind of coast but yeah he's not dude going he to. it was funny because you know i was watching the, the broadcast and he started about 14th or 15th and as soon as he got into like eighth i was like oh he's gonna win yeah <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And you just knew there's no stopping that guy mm -hmm. yeah and Even second mode he got an even worse start i thought right yeah. yeah but but the falling down you know on tv he said he dragged his clutch lever and that's what made him fall uh-huh when he was in that off-camera turn. But falling down and catching back up and passing within a lap and a half, that's it's like... An, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could probably start backwards. <laughs> and, like, the most important thing about that, think about if you have, like, a tip over in a moto and how it, 
your heart rate spikes and then how hard it is to like regain your composure. So to do all that in one regard and finish the moto is one thing, but then to up the intensity even more and do it again. I Mm -hmm. mean, maybe he's only been riding at 80, 85% lately. And that was a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. And then that track suits Dylan. Um, You know, you have to have like really good technique and throttle control. And he did all that. And those star bikes are, I mean, he had the start, which was the biggest help there too. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of starts, how about Savachi? He needed that. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. He really, after, you know, how up and down these races have been, like second mm-hmm. moto, the mid-pipe, I guess, cracked, or there was something. Really? Because the bike oh, sounded he like He said a, nothing but mechanical. Yeah. It that sounded sucks. like uh, like a chopper going around <laughs> the track, because he came through one lap, and you could hear, like, this low rumble, and then he jumped over. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. And then the next lap, it was worse and worse and worse. And he was in the top five at that point. I'm like, man, I really hope he doesn't pull off because he has to get some results. He doesn't have a contract yet. Yeah. And all the stuff that everybody's thought that he had hasn't come hasn't through. There, yeah. So he needs some results because I think a lot of teams have been thinking, okay, yeah, Supercross was great, but now you need to do it out here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's been out of his control. Hmm. Okay, so speaking of Savachi, like I, I, I didn't catch it, but somebody told me that there is some social media drama between he mm-hmm. and Kenny. Yeah. What yeah. was that about? Um, something that happened in Colorado um, when he came back. So first race, and they made contact after he had already went down and was a lapper. And they hit, and then I guess they had a couple disagreements, like through some messages or something like that. And then that's kind of caused oh, some so other. So it was in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't oh, like okay. a full public, public thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's been another thing that they're trying to figure out. Um so it's it's kind of a big deal, but that kind of shows all the inner workings of like when there's a top guy on a team, how much Influence. it kind of plays on everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know that a lot of people expected Dino to go with JGR, and then yeah, yeah. I did a lot. We're, we're yeah. surprised by the Rockstar thing. So there's a a number one rider spot open there, right? Yeah, and uh, he's I in talks ass- with them right now. Yeah. I would assume that they're wooing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else do you hear about who's talking to JGR? And so I did an interview with Isaac Teasdale because I don't think anybody's talked to him. They don't understand yeah. this whole what's the Cherokee connection. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that up later this week. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's not the casino that's in North Carolina. It's the tribe itself because they're trying to do these community outreach programs. Um, anybody that knows a lot about the Indian reservations and all that deal, the laws thing that come into it. But historically, there's like cycles of drug addiction and alcohol abuse and stuff like that. And the Cherokee tribe is really trying to put these good influences in front of kids and mm-hmm. this is one of them they didn't really know isaac was riding or racing as much as he was and then they came to him so they're gonna if the, everything goes through he'll have a spot next year for a 250 confirmed all year at jgr mm-hmm. alex has a two-year deal so he's in um chad has a full supercross deal as like a going away tour and then i would think joey gets that spot mm-hmm. and that would open up a second 450 spot if they're going to do it and I would think that Freddie would probably stay with them because mm. he's done so, so much and, and has been a huge influence for the team lately. Okay, what about Hill? Like I, I don't know. Yeah. He posted that thing the other day about, yeah, I I've been gone, <laughs> can't wait to ride again. Yeah. But I don't know anybody that's going to to take a chance on that because there is no there is no room left. Like mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain needs to pick between Bogle and Bloss. That's going to be hard because Baggett's already got a confirmed spot. Mm-hmm. Ideally, they would get a third rider with some more support from ktm and some other sponsors but that still needs to be determined um honda well well, maybe you know the whole inner 
political uh, stuff over at that group mm -hmm. about how KTM has to have the bigger team. Mm -hmm. So Rockstar Husky has three riders now, so maybe one of the teams well, will get three a or third four, guy. a yeah. third or a fourth. Yeah. And it would just depend on how that goes because that's a lot of infrastructure that they got to change. You know, yeah. Rocky Mountain hired a whole other mechanic to finish out the year with Bogle. Do you hire a guy for six months and then cut him loose again, or do you? Is this an investment that you make all the way through? Um, trying to think what else. Cowie's done. The Eli and Adam, and mm -hmm. then that's pretty much everything else is pretty set. Dean getting another shot is huge. Yeah. I can't believe that they're going to go three, four, fifty guys because nobody expected that. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, let's take a break. We're at twenty minute mark, so let's hear a word from our wonderful sponsors. Hey everyone, it's Marvin Miskin from the Red Bull KTM Racing Team. Right now, KTM is making it easier than ever to get out and ride. Head to your local KTM Autorize dealer to take advantage of limited time offer on qualified dirt, street, adventure, and naked models, or check out KTM.com to learn more today. Hey, welcome back to the 60 Helmets Kickstart Podcast. We got Don, Anton, and Chase. And we're just BSing about Washougal and other stuff. So, um, dude, when when are they going to start selling just one gear? Because Zavachi looks yeah. so sweet every week. I don't uh, think he's had a kit that I haven't liked. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they I know have like, options. And now they have like fabulous Frankie Garcia, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. saw him out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Frankie's been gear guy for a couple couple weeks. All the stuff looks good. Yeah, and they have options too. Um, I put it in kick a couple weeks ago, but. He, they needed summer, like they needed yeah. vintage gear at yeah. Florida, and they made it in two weeks and had it at Redbud. Yeah. And they've had that stuff in Europe for a bit. Uh, Strybos is running it over there. Um, Do Servo they sell it in Europe, or is it all custom? I think so, because oh, I've really? seen it at trade shows and stuff. Like when I go to Eichma, it's there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've ridden in the helmet. Helmet's, you know, it's pretty good. It's lightweight, and it has all carbon fiber and everything, and it's got like a unique style. But gear-wise, like, that stuff is quality. You know, yeah. it has the four-way stretch, and it's cut really well. All of Joey's stuff is custom. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see if that stuff comes here because they still kind of seems like they need a full distributor network still. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if if we'll see Frankie riding flat tracking. Yeah, <laughs> that's Maybe. what I'm waiting for. Or is he still a Fox guy? He's still running Fox I think he's still stuff. a Fox guy yeah. for now. Yeah. <sighs> Frankie. Yeah. Separating work from Yes, personal. Play. He's yeah. not in a, that new Fox helmet, though, so he might just be wearing old stuff, waiting maybe. for his just one stuff. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Adam, 3-2? Yeah. yeah. Was he pissed afterwards? Mm, like no, he, he, really. he held his composure pretty well on TV, but, like, you know, that guy wants to win everything. He, but was, he was super pissed after Millville, like mm -hmm. super pissed after Moto1. And he does a really good job of um, channeling all of that aggression and, like, how upset he is behind the podium. And then as soon as he turns the corner, it's all smiles. But he didn't seem too bad. I think that, like, he knew his crash was his mistake, mm -hmm. not really anybody else's fault or mechanical or Was anything. it the same turn that Cooper bobbled in? I didn't even see. Mm. Was, I know. Cooper did in the next one, I think. Yeah. Um, and then that, that second moto, like, he was trying everything he had, but – like when you watch How Was Your Weekend, Ferrandez knows he was there, and Dylan's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not really worried about it. I knew where he was, but I knew I had the line. I saw what he was going to do. I controlled it. Um, Adam detailed those last two laps to me in How Was Your Weekend. He's like, I had a spot lined up. I knew where I was going to go. The lap that I was going to do it, he caught on and blocked the line. 
Mm. So he gets Cra it. Crafty Frenchman. Yes. Yeah. But he he gets it. He knows that he's in control. He just needs to stay close because if he finishes second and Dylan wins three, six points a weekend, that's not too bad. He has yeah. to have a really, really bad weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I think he can control it through the last three because he likes those last three tracks. Mm -hmm. Was DV there with him? No, DV's in France. Yeah. Yeah, that because I had asked DV about it, and he said he was going to be on vacation mm -hmm. this week. But I didn't know if that. Yeah, I think he must like he because he posted stuff of being in like downtown Paris and all that already. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're just plugging along. Like I think we've explained it from the star guys that we've had on and everything. Dylan's on his own program and mm -hmm. all that stuff separate. But him and his wife, they just get through everything. You know, mm -hmm. and he was cool. He had a flight to catch. He had to set through the same traffic that we did to leave the track, but. We walked and talked with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew I had the race one from the minute of the gate drop. He's like, I knew <laughs> it was my time today. And he goes, I just know I have to win the last six motos. And that's what he did in Supercross. So it's not uncommon to think he could. It's just going to be really, really interesting. They've had a real cordial friendship through those last little bit. But, like, this could be a big rivalry that builds between them because, you know, Dylan warms up at the end and Adam just has to hold it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. But they race clean. There's no, like, sketchy stuff between them at all. Yeah. Was there any uh, conflict between Eli and Kenny after that shoulder bump? I was, like, running to the podium to see it, but I missed it. But I don't think so. I think that they both realized, like, last few laps, lappers in traffic, slick track. I don't think that neither of those guys race dirty. Like, yeah. Eli never yeah. really runs it in on anybody. And Ken's regarded as one of the cleanest guys to race with in the whole 450 class. Yeah. So I think it was just... Vegas a couple of years ago. Yeah. Eli and Dungey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was desperation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is uh, the word about Kenny's, you know, they keep talking about health issues and everything, but I mean, damn. He looks fine, yeah. He said in the press conference that they know what it is now. He didn't say what it is, mm -hmm. but he's like, yeah, we know what it is. We're just looking to get to the off season to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's crazy. This has been pretty much dating back to February, so we're going on almost six months of dealing with it. But he said he figured it out. I think what's more telling of the illness thing, because he seems like he can manage that when the time comes, he's kind of blown it on setup in every other moto. Yeah. And, and then I, he goes back to baseline. And then he goes back to the baseline. So I asked him in the press conference, and he's like, yeah, I chase perfection every now and then. And sometimes it bites us. I can't do that anymore. And it sounds like they're just going to stay with one setting for the rest of the year mm -hmm. and then test heavy for 2020. Okay. So, yeah, he... You have to think, like, of the last three races, they've done one thing, and then second motor, they go right back to where it was. Mm -hmm. So um, that's pretty much been the big thing. I guess Geyser is, like, super in tune with his bike, and mm -hmm. so Ken wants to try to do chase that same perfection because it's the only thing he's ridden in the last few years, and he doesn't have the same amount of time that Geyser and other guys have had on it. Yeah, yeah. so much time injured. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay, other guys that came up there for, like, one-off race, like Entic Nap. He was up there. He made the program. Made I think he got 26th, both motos, something like yeah. that. Did uh, did he have any kind of crowd following up there? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah. And he then when we were leaving Adidas the other night, he yeah. was going in. So he was going to see Al. Uh -huh. um, but he was pumped. He just wants to go up there because he knows he needs to see fans. Uh, I'm pretty sure he raced PIR the other night, too, and was just hanging out. Mm -hmm. He just knows if I'm at the track, people are going to lose their minds to see yeah. him. It was yeah. pretty cool to see him and his brother, though, doing it together. Mm-hmm. His brother wasn't riding though, right? No, no. but his brother yeah. was like mechanic, mechanic doing everything yeah. for him. And vlogger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, I think what was my biggest takeaway from the weekend was John Short kind of did it again. 
Mm. Another set of top ten rides, which is huge. Uh, and nobody kind of expected this again. Uh, I think everybody was more focused on Eli and Ken, but he did everything he needed to do and battled with factory guys, Barsha, Norin, Dino. Like, he was in the mix with them and held them off or would run their pace. He's a good, good rider. Three weeks ago, I wasn't as sold, like, oh, man, this guy needs a shot. But as the weeks go on, I'm like, mm, man, somebody should pretty much give him something. Like, yeah. more than suspension and a clutch. Like, stock exhaust system still on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Stock works edition exhaust? Mm, no, stock like, no, no, stock, stock like big aluminum, like, three pounds overweight cans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It always still trips me out to see that guy with short on the back of a fly jersey. Right. right? Yeah. On a Honda. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, even though we know shorty's where he's at. Mm -hmm. It still trips me then, out to see Bloss on the 29 yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, Benny DNF the first modal. I don't think they said it on TV. Oh, he ate shit. And yeah. then, like, Bad. smashed his face open. So the whole front of his jersey was red, and then the whole bike was covered in blood. Mm -hmm. And then he was going to try to ride the second motor, but I don't think yeah. he made it that far. He had, like, two laps, I want to say. But, I mean, think about how hard it would be to race 45 an hour, forty-five minutes an hour after you lose a shit ton of blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really, really and hard. And that's when the sun came out, too. Yeah. It got hot, that last 450 moto. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's a question for you. What did Bogle wear into the track? Ooh. <laughs> uh, he had champion slides on, but I didn't see anything else. Uh, champion, champion's cool now, right? Champion's badass. Champion again, used yeah. to be like the Walmart brand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was like a fifteen dollars sweatshirt that's now forty five dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How does that work? Too many is people. It, is it all because Bogle wears it? A lot of people, yeah. We I know where to get it for the deal, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo I love when I, you know, Instagram feed you ads, and mm -hmm. sometimes I get some wacky, crazy looking outfit. I always like hit the little airplane icon. I send it to Justin. He always rides back. Think I'm scared? <laughs> I like it when I, because I follow like all these streetwear things, and then I'll see, I'll like double click on something, and it's like, this was liked by, and it's always him and Frace. <laughs> and it's all stuff that we know the other person's into, and we don't send it to each other. We just know the other one's into it. That's yeah. funny. That's awesome. So, uh, backing up a little bit, the fly thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a pit bike race, and I, I hear our team went one two. Yes, one two. Watt Moto is pretty dominant there. Yeah. Have you seen? So who who won? Anton, Anton won. Yeah. Uh, Anton's faster on a pit bike proportionally than a big bike. I also hit first gear through the finish line straight. So that didn't help. Oh yeah, that's not good. He got. But around. was there a battle? No. He he cleanly passed. Uh, I was in second, and I forget who was in first, but he got around us in like one corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finley. Unfortunately, Finley from yeah. Cycle News. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so he he was he had a good start, and it was him. Chase was second. I was third. Got by Chase, and then I kind of ran it in through, like, the one passing spot that there was, and then Chase latched on and went behind me mm -hmm. and then mixed it up with him, and then when he did that, I pulled away. Yeah. So, yeah, we have the two big – I have the gold fly WPS sprocket 48 yeah. twos, and then he's and got the silver, silver one. one. Yeah. Nice. It's all on a nice wooden plaque, <laughs> and they've requested that it's on the show the next time that you film Oh, is, is that the fly product yep. that's going to be on the yes. yeah. show? Both. They're not sending, the, like, uh, uh, a, a color bomb burnout tire that no. turns orange on a Harley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. They just they think that, you know, one, two, one, two, they want, yeah. they want us to brag about it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so, so – so uh, it wasn't. Hold on, it wasn't as burly of a takeout like me and Hansel as Moseman and Jason Ooh. Thomas was. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, like yeah, back straight away, Moseman just kind of bumped JT <laughs> and like old 2005. I'm not going to the LCQ. JT came oh. back and oh. was fired up. Dude, did you ever see that video of JT? I can't remember who the victim was, 
but he had battled with somebody at some local track, and they're riding through the pits, and JT just just threw an elbow, and the mm-hmm. guy ate shit. <laughs> I don't remember where that was, but oh, yeah. I know what one you're talking about. This is pretty excellent. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So did Mathis get involved in the, uh, not in in the, the pit, pit bike, bike no, race? No. Why not? not? I'm not he sure. He was going to, and then uh, a couple people said that they weren't shifting right, and then I was the first person that stopped riding in my boots, and I put my shoes on. And I think that that helped yeah. a lot because you can't ride a pit bike in yeah. full no. like was, full boots. It's hard. No. Yeah. It's very hard. So were you guys riding in fly boots or did you take your own boots? Or? I took my Tech 10s. You know, I rode you in took fly, fly boots, yeah. Yeah. Those fly boots, when they gave them to me last year, I was like, ooh. But Low then they were good. pretty good. Yeah. 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 They're fine. Break in fast, dual hinge. Yeah. And they're selling a lot of them, too. I think mm-hmm. what's more impressive than the boot, because the boot's good, that goggle that they have yeah, is really good. Yeah, that goggle's really good. Really? Yeah. Is it injected lens? No, uh, it's a bigger one. It's like mm-hmm. a little thicker and a wider frame of vision. And mm-hmm. it kind of looks like a prospect, but not as thick. But like field of vision wise is on par with a lot of people, yeah. if not mm-hmm. better than some of the like really, really um, proclaimed offerings that other people have out there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So at summer camp, there's uh, always a day two activity. Mm-hmm. And the two years I went, it was mountain biking and mm-hmm. it was a blast both times. The last one wasn't that fun. Oh, when you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so last year, <laughs> last year, about two turns into the first downhill run, Anton throws it down and mm-hmm. no skin. skins up his whole butt and everything because he didn't wear the pads. Nope. They gave us pads, but he didn't wear them. Nope. I'm not and sure then why. Lost contact. Yeah. And then we thought we were going to get at that shuttle pickup. Yeah, and we shuttle had to ride all the way back to town. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've been that mad on a bicycle in years. <laughs> I was like really really unhappy so when he called this year and they're like hey so the activity is i i don't care just put me on a motorcycle i'm not riding mountain bikes the second day they're like oh no it's whitewater rafting this time like still going trail riding yeah okay so you went on a trail ride Mm -hmm. yep um i saw the i saw the candid travis fant photo Mm -hmm. photo shoot you know but uh, how was the trail ride other than that was it pretty burly it wasn't as big as years past um i guess in the last few times they've gone they've had a lot of people do it and when you try to wrangle 20-something people on those trails, Boise's not getting a lot of rain right now, so it's a little dusty. Mm. Skill level between some people isn't always there. And we did go up some, I wouldn't say difficult stuff, but you definitely have to know how to ride a motorcycle to do it. So the 15 of us that went this year was a good ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I had fun. I was like the third person in line, so it was like the group leader, Jason Thomas, and then me, and then everybody behind us. Bradshaw was behind me, like directly behind me for mm-hmm. a lot, so I was really on my game because I did not need him like <laughs> blowing me off the trail. <laughs> but then uh, I think it was operator error, and I fried my clutch like five miles into the 20 mile ride. Mm-hmm. So no clutch. What kind of bike were you on? Husky 254 stroke. Ah, those clutches are real soft. So if you're riding trails and yeah. dragging it, I kind of drug it. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Like I had a fun, I only kind of dropped it a couple times when i needed the clutch and the clutch wasn't there mm-hmm. uh, but everything else was good uh bradshaw really really likes splashing everybody <laughs> <laughs> so if you were in, everybody knew like after he got jason if you're coming to a water crossing you have to get through the first time and don't stop because he's going to actively wait for you to stop or he's going to circle back and just keep jumping in <laughs> on everybody yeah yeah nice <laughs> that's so rad like he's to, awesome. to come back and go yeah the beast from the splash the shit out of me in a stream yeah yeah it's a how fun he still is into moto. I think, like, I mean, obviously everybody has those, like, ups and downs where they love it and they hate it, and mm-hmm. he's really in a love it right now with his deal with Gas Gas and Fly. Yeah. He doesn't live far. I think he lives, yeah. like, an hour from Boise. 
Okay, he was cool. ripping too the day before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on a gas gas, yeah. right? He just I think it was the same bike both days. Was it? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. See, I think last year he had one where he like took the light off and no light on the one that he rode on the, the second day. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even when he was motoring, just it's two fifty two stroke and he's just on the pipe everywhere. Yeah. So it's yeah. like ninety, it's like ninety one. Listening to it all yeah. over again. So what sweet. what number was he running? Forty five. Forty five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was when I was texting him the other day. After you sent me his contact, I was like, hey, do you know that my homie Akira Narita is running 114 this year, like in honor of you because you're his hero? And he's like, no way, really? And it's funny because 114 isn't a number I think of when I think of Bradshaw. Was that the return, the yeah. comeback with Honda yeah. Troy? Yeah, or Manchester. Manchester, Honda. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then also with Yamaha later on. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, 45 is the number I think of when I think of Damon Bradshaw. How or, many or eight for some reason. How many times did Damon come back? Twice, right? Because he did Twice the arena cross? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Chase, how was whitewater rafting? It was fun. It was yeah. intimidating. Because <laughs> it's weird. It's not how I pictured it. You're kind of split up for quite a while before in between rapids and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And we went on a couple zone twos, which are, it goes one, two, and then I think all the way up to five. And five's like. We the gnarly stuff. That's, people die on those, yeah. And they scared them. Like the day before, because I guess a week or two yeah. prior, somebody died on the river. Yeah. So oh. we were all a little intimidated. We were all like kind of, yeah, we we're all pretty nervous in the shuttle on the ride up. Mm -hmm. But uh, we only went on a couple twos and then threes, and that was it. But there's a gap in between the rapids, and on the threes especially, you can hear it roaring when you're coming up. Oh. And so all of us were just like, ah. But it was fun. We got a, the instructor was super cool. He was actually from out here and like a, mo a moto kid. Uh -huh. that's doing that over summer and uh he let us go on the front and i think he called it bull riding mm -hmm. we'd hang our legs off the raft and hold the ring through the no. rapids yeah it was pretty scary but so did you have to paddle yeah like yeah and he, did they tell you when you're supposed to paddle or yeah, how you're supposed to paddle? he would go uh i think he would say go one go two or go three and you'd obviously go one okay. two or three times yeah yeah there was uh they had whitewater rafting at Whistler where mm -hmm. I was this week. And was, Whistler's badass, right? So, mm -hmm. like, you think of, like, the coolest, like, mountain bike resort and that we would have been to when we think of Snow Summit or Mammoth, right? Yeah. Whistler's, like, on this whole different level. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the little village is just amazing. But there's, like, whitewater rafters, and then there's hikers, and then there's mountain bikers, like, all in the same place, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, so it's kind of funny. You see all these guys wearing their mountain bike pickup kits. And then you have this big tour of, like, people in wetsuits carrying oars <laughs> yeah. or paddles walking through the village, you know. But uh, I, I was looking at them, and I was listening to some of the orientation things that they had, and it's not something that, like, sparked my interest. <laughs> no. It's Especially the helmet that they had to wear. Oh, we didn't have to wear helmets. Oh, you didn't? No. Really? No. I thought we were going to, too. I actually ditched my hat because I thought we were going to. But all we had to, they had shoes for us to wear if we didn't want to soak ours. Uh -huh. And then they had a... Uh, Did you wear a wetsuit? No. Oh, really? Just swim trunks and then pretty cold. It was pretty chilly that morning, so we had uh, like a... Okay, you had a, a life poncho, vest, though, right? A poncho, basically. Yeah, a poncho on. No life vest. Or, yes, yes. Yeah. We did, <laughs> <say> <laughs> did put a life vest over it. Yeah, I would put yeah, two on it. if I was going to do that. Yeah. yeah. I guess the instructor was saying that's a lot. Of, a big reason why a lot of people die out there is they're not wearing the right life vest. You can't just go wear a Walmart life vest out oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah, the rapids are too strong. Okay. But, yeah, it was pretty fun. 
Um, with the Whistler thing, mm-hmm. I read the blog. It's funny how it's such an Australian, New Zealand, like, expat Yeah, thing. there's you know, something about the the regulations to move to Canada or mm-hmm. get a visa mm-hmm. for Canada, I'm sure, more lax or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and it's also because they were all, like, a commonwealth of England at one point, so yeah. they're still, like, all sister countries. Yeah, but, yeah, everyone in Whistler that works there has got an accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty cool. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, the, the bike shop guy was pretty rad. He's like, I think, no, I don't think Moto was on TV, but when we were in the bike shop getting our bikes fitted, mm-hmm. uh, somebody was talking, and, and the guy that eventually helped me was saying, yeah, yeah, we're driving to Washougal this weekend. And I looked up, and I didn't say anything, but then he's like, oh, I'm going to see my mate, Hunter Lawrence. I'm like, oh, he knows Hunter. So then when it was my turn to get fitted, I was like, yeah, you know Hunter? And he's like, oh. He kind of talked it up like they're great buddies. Mm-hmm. And when I texted Hunter his name and stuff, he's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then he's like, Where's, what's my hometown? Ask him what my hometown is. <laughs> and so I asked him, and he told me. And then I texted it to Hunter, and Hunter's like, oh, that guy's a poser. <laughs> because that's an hour away from me. <laughs> yeah. so. well, when was the last time Hunter lived in, in Australia? Oh, yeah, fair sure. enough. But, Quite yeah, I, it, from the stuff that you shot photos of mm-hmm. and, like, the bike park photos you bought, that looks burly. Mm-hmm. Like, some of those clips and stuff like it, that. It, it makes everything we have down here look like bunny runs, you know? Yeah. Really? I mean, there was definitely stuff I did not do, didn't hit. But uh, some of the stuff I hit is, like, the biggest stuff I've ever done. Yeah. That's sweet. Like that rock wall. That was, yeah, yeah. It was horrifying. I'm good. <laughs> what a, Did you do any of those big drop-offs or no? Uh, I didn't do that big wood one. I ran the one that's in that but, photo? But, uh, that thing looks terrifying. Yeah, I did some of the, the rock drop-offs, though. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, it makes that little wood one on Skyline I've been scared of for so long look like a step stool. Or that know? little <laughs> one that we used to see at Calvera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd do that on a beach cruise. Yeah, that right? thing was like two feet off the ground, and we thought that that was like rampage. Death defying. <laughs> Did you clip in the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I forgot my clips, so I bought <clears throat> I bought a pair of Shimano Saint clips, which are like SPDs with this big block of aluminum around it mm-hmm. i mean truth be told it looks like i made it in some like, like ross cut you loose in the shop yeah they're, <laughs> they're terrible looking but they work nice and they're heavy do they block the toe off or something no it's just like you know the trail pedal before is the spd and has that little cage around it mm-hmm. this just looks like this big giant square block of aluminum with stripes on it with the spd in the middle oh okay it's super primitive looking and whatever it was good that's good get my feet on the pegs and can't believe I made it all three days without even tipping over. I really? F- I yeah. fell once, but it was walking. <laughs> I oh. tripped and I fell. <laughs> no big endos. No. No big endos. No, none of us crashed. It was pretty oh, really? awesome. Yeah. So going to the third day, were you pretty nervous then? Uh. Did you take it easy. I took it easy like the last hour. Mm-hmm. I was uh, didn't want to go home, wadded up, and uh, I didn't want to have to shoot a mirror selfie like Anton did after his last yeah. mountain bike crash. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you like that hotel we stayed at for Boise. Uh-huh. After that bike crash that I had last year, I walked down in, like, like just shorts and no shirt because I had no skin, like, on my arms. Oh, and I'll my show you the photo. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> it's oh. that when Don's only allowed to use this photo if, like, it's, a, it's the nuclear weapon option. Like, okay. if I'm about to do something really, really yeah. bad and he's got to put the fear of God back in me. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I walked down, like, completely bloodied. And the girl thought that I had had an accident in the hotel room and that I was, like, going to die. <laughs> and so they were all freaked out. But, yeah, it's a good one. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, your crash is pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your crash is yep. pretty. Uh, 
memorable because they were talking about it on our. I think uh, all my crashes ride. are pretty memorable. Well, yeah. that one for sure. Because the fly guys were remembered that there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right on, guys. Well, hey, uh, this wraps up our time. Hold on, I want to talk about this Wait. works race you're doing. Oh, this yeah, we got to talk about yeah. it. All right, well, let's take a break real quick because i got to go poo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, this is 250 Supercross champion Chase Sexton of the Geico Hana team. To get the most performance out of your motocross bike, make sure you're using the Yoshimura exhaust systems. Visit Yosh at Yoshimura-RD.com to see their wide line of slip-ons and complete systems for your bike today. Now enjoy the Swap Moto Live Kickstart podcast. Riders like Justin Cooper, Don Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2 Youth are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info. Hey, welcome back to the 6D Helmets Kickstart Podcast. Don Maeda. I just went to the bathroom. That's fast. <laughs> it's pretty fast, yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying how fast it is. <laughs> well, hey, I didn't have anything to read or... Yeah. You know, I didn't take guess. my phone. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how you clinch it off that fast, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're here on a Sunday night because I have to leave tomorrow morning, 9.20 a.m., mm-hmm. fly to uh, Seattle. And uh, I'm hoping. Do, do you think RV's still going to be up there? But I'm going to Gray's Harbor. No. He told me he's going to Loretta's. Oh. I think he flew out guy. last night. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, KTM has a, uh, a 2020 uh, fuel-injected two-stroke mm-hmm. bike launch. And, uh, yeah, David O'Connor sent me this email and was like, hey, Don, we want you to come to this. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, because, like, Swap Motor Live's all things two-wheeled. Mm-hmm. So, off-road for sure. And, uh, yeah, so I thought it was just like a ride. You know, we're going to ride up there. And so I, I kind of didn't really read the email. I just said, yeah, David, whatever you want me to do, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I considered telling you, do you, fun. Wa- do you want to go? But I knew that you had just been back from the long tour. Yeah. So, uh, so I accepted. And then a couple weeks later, I got an email from David saying, hey, can you fill this form out? And it was an entry form. I'm like, what what is this and so apparently we're flying in monday mm-hmm. we go to the track or the hotel or whatever and we get to shoot pictures of the bike static pictures and get to listen to the presentation and then bam tuesday morning we're racing a works race heck yeah i can't there's a lot of questions in this yeah first from how is ktm going to do a bike intro at an event at a race like right? insurance wise it just sounds like a nightmare but like two who races on a tuesday was, yeah, right? I guess it's like I was talking to a couple works guys yesterday. For some reason they race Tuesday and Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Like Talon is supposed to be up there all week. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so there's is just Tuesday like the lame dudes like me? Maybe. I never knew that they did like multiple days like that. Yeah. yeah. Who could race on a Tuesday? Maybe it's like vacation season or something or up there. Are they always like that or is it just this one that's like that? I don't know. It's the first mm-hmm. 
how fo- how much we follow works, but like yeah. that's the first that I've ever heard of like a Tuesday race. The only other times that I've ever heard of that, um, Valkens Ward will typically be on a Tuesday or a Monday because it's a holiday in the Netherlands, and mm-hmm. then that China race that got rescheduled was supposed to be in the middle of the week because it was a holiday then too. But it's never a midweek race here yeah. for like a, a day race at least, night yeah. race maybe. Maybe like. A midweek race on a Thursday that starts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know, but I, uh, I'm like, wait, wait, I'm racing, <laughs> and then he's like, do you want the 250 or the 300? And I was like, ah. Uh. And he's like, I would suggest the 250 because you know I know you're gonna want to convert it to motocross. So. Mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, give me the 250. But you know, I raced the the W two-stroke World mm-hmm. Championships. Uh, was it is it W? No. Weisco. Weisco. Yeah, and <laughs> so I raced the RM125 and the KTM 250, and that KTM 250 was so damn fast, <laughs> I didn't ride the second moto. It was scary. <laughs> Have you ridden the fuel-injected two-stroke yet? No. I'm hoping it's not as fast as the carburetor one. It's faster. No, I don't I'm think it's fast. Because it, I think I, I'm pretty sure I rode one, or they had something like that at uh, Fly, and for the bike that it was, like it never, I've never ridden a two-stroke that felt like that before. It was weird. Was um, it smooth? Really smooth. And okay. like, but when you would whack the throttle, it was, there's kind of like a hesitation it feels like because it has to go through everything. It's not that instantaneous, like here you go. Yeah. But, I mean, they've made a lot of advances with that. I don't think that it's ever going to be like the saving grace of a two-stroke. I think that carburetor things are always going to be that way because it's probably pretty finicky to do all the fuel injection, mm-hmm. but it sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds like it'll be good. And you'll <laughs> go back to your cycle news days. I don't know. So, you know, I was thinking about this is going to be my first works race. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much done almost everything else. Flat track. Flat track. Trials. Trials. I've done a GNCC. You did? Yeah. Oh. And uh, I did that in West Virginia mm-hmm. on Randy Hawkins' bike. Oh, okay. Um, done a Heron Hound. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done three wheelers, of course. Of course. <laughs> the glory days. Well, yeah, so I was like, uh, I texted Talon LaFontaine, our former test rider, who's now on, I believe it's SLR Honda. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I'm coming up. Let's let's get dinner. And he's all pumped. So hoping to corral him and Samuels into a podcast with the two of them. Uh, That'll be an interesting podcast. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so I hit up Talon right away. I'm like, hey, do I need to bring a back canteen? And he goes... Yeah, I don't think so because, you know, your race will probably be pretty short. 40, so, 45 minutes or something? Yeah, so I'm hoping it wasn't too hot up there, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to bother with a back canteen. But, you know, I know there's those trees. So I said, how about a chest protector? And he said, yeah, yeah, bring one of those. So, so yeah, so old Don Wilson got me outfitted in some new 2020 moose gear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just need to decide if I'm going to wear the dark blue and black and white or the orange and black i'm thinking the blue because you don't want to look like you're doing orange. promo photos yeah the yeah. all orange yeah. just match too much right mm-hmm. yeah yeah has tilly given you any advice oh yeah no i'm sure he's gonna be up there though mm-hmm. I, I should hit him up he's uh you know in the past like when i did a big six grand prix with him he was very very uh helpful because mm-hmm. i was i remember i was so scared of the enduro cross section Mm-hmm. And like going over the bars trying to log, and he was, you know, you got it, you got it, you're a good rider, you do this and that. And I came through the first lap, and he was sitting there cheering for me, and it was as easy as he said, you mm-hmm. know. 
but ultimately uh, on the last lap through it, I I hit a tire too fast and I like broke my shifter off. So I did the whole last lap in third gear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just hoping I I escape the uh, the woods of Grays Harbor unscathed because yeah. I don't want to get hurt at off-road race. It'll be interesting what Tilly shows up. If it's intro Tilly, who's fun and lighthearted, or if it's race this is race day. Tilly yeah. and I'm going to kill everybody because I'm trying <laughs> to redo my, you know, LBZ days. Yeah. You know what I should do? I'm doing it. I've got a Tilly number one jersey. Ooh. You know when he was big six number mm -hmm. one? I think, I think I'll wear that to the intro dinner. You should. <laughs> right? You yeah. should. It's pretty big, though, but I'll, I'll wear it. Tuck it in. <laughs> So, um, uh, what else? You just wanted to have this third segment? To I'm interested to see how this thing goes. Yeah. I had We didn't know, like, I think he and I both figured out that you were doing this as a race, like, while we were in Boise. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. had no idea. I, honestly, I didn't know. And, and here's what I don't know also is, like, they're giving me time to shoot photos of the bike on Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Well, how am I going to shoot photos on Tuesday? Like, oh, yeah, do have they have a photographer? I wonder if I'm, they'll have one, yeah. yeah Mad Moose Media. Yeah. Yeah, mad moose. <laughs> Pro but like really probably there's some like event photographer or something that goes yeah. up because like all the ones that we have, every time that we've done a trail ride or an off road ride with the other manufacturers, I always wonder like who's gonna shoot the photos and then Drew is there or someone, yeah. you yeah. know, so you'll be taken care of that way. Yeah. Or I wonder if I know Works has their own photographers, so I wonder if the Works people will cover you guys uh -huh. too. Yeah, Works has his photographer because we bought a I tried to buy a picture of Talon on the uh, oh, that project bike, the Suzuki, that Suzuki right? project yeah. bike, jumping over that lagoon at Havasu. Yeah, and I got the photo from the guy and was trying to pay him, and he would never send me invoice or fill out his tax papers. So mm -hmm. that's good. He'll never get paid now because Transworld is DED. Maybe he'll if he owed end. money, they would hit him up. But yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> he ain't getting paid. Um, I, it's gonna be f like, do you enjoy like when you go off road riding the little bit that you do? Yeah, it's a huge change. Like yeah, I, no, it, I, I like it. Like it's funny because like. Guys like dorky ass Hoppa, you know, he's like, oh, I can't wait to get you off road because he thinks I'm just gonna squid out like mm -hmm. a moto guy. But, dude, I rode trials for years, and you know, I have some semblance of throttle and clutch control, so mm -hmm. it's fun. Just, just, just not my thing. I'd rather ride laps around a motocross track, but I do enjoy it, especially it's if you're the right group of guys. Mm -hmm. Like the one that I did every time that I've gotten to go on them in the last few years, like when I did that Honda intro last year up in Packwood, and then even last Thursday. It's a lot of fun. I think that um, it could be the thing that keeps a lot of people on bikes instead of motos fun. I think that's what all three of us always love the most, but yeah. it's not as rigorous. You know, mm -hmm. you have to know your stuff. You can't, you can get caught out really easily in the woods with a fouled plug or a broken shifter or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you have to prepare, but like fun wise, it's hard to top that. Yeah. yeah. I do have to say though, the last trail ride I did with you on that beta, mm -hmm. that I was very, very nervous on the way up that morning. Why? I, I don't know. I was pretty intimidated by the, some of the stuff we climbed, too. Oh, out at, uh, out at Censored Canyon? Yeah, Censored yeah. Place, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, I think I have, I'm have. i more comfortable doing like a burly trail ride than I am a mountain bike ride. Because yeah. I feel more comfortable like on the yeah. bike. Whereas like on a mountain bike, I feel like it's super rigid and it's just going to deflect. And then I'm going to get like <laughs> sprung off everywhere instead of like the Fly big bike the that takes all the, like, yeah. all the energy. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, You'll be good. Does Grace Harbor have any critters you have to look out for? Like, how does... I've always wondered when you're racing in the woods if animals are ever... Like Greg Albertine at the Nations. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think a deer is going to run out in front of me. All right. <laughs> I'd say uh, 
I'd say, you know, on, on certain weekends, probably the wildest thing you'd have to watch out for is uh, RV after a few Coors Lights. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. So, did, okay, going back to Washugo, did he wax everybody? Oh, oh, my oh God. yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Like, you might as, it might as well have been, like, full 250 gate moto. Yeah. He was uh-huh. intense. And then, like, on the podium, he was joking around, but you could tell, like, even when he did his practice start, he, like, ripped it and then did a wheelie to, like, oh, yeah, I'm having fun. But, like, he was really trying. <laughs> he was in the yeah. zone, yeah. I, I mean, he won by, like, what, 10, 15 seconds or something like that. It, it was a big more. margin. Yeah. Okay, so I know Tapia got third. Third, yeah. Who got second? Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Oh, okay. And then Brock Shoemaker got mm-hmm. fourth. Fourth, yeah. Okay, do you know that there was a typo in the results? And initially, Throttle Syndicate's Todd Ford on the My Bike giveaway mm-hmm. was credited with 14th. Wow, really? that's great. Yeah. I think he did two laps, I want to say. But RV had already gotten past him a couple yeah. of times, so it was almost four. Hey, he did good. He did yeah. He did good because he did some of the bigger jumps. Like, there was props to Todd because there are some good-sized hits that you have to do at Washougal, and it's really easy on a 125 to get scared, and yeah. he sent it. Especially for a guy that's not like a two-stroke rider yeah. or anything like that, like he did, he did well. And then both bikes that they gave away, both people were there. Oh, nice! Like nice. They gave away a pit bike too, uh, right? Like yeah, a CRF 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they made like nine thousand dollars in one day on for that. Uh, road recovery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's funny because uh, <laughs> Ryan personally sent me the. I sent him a text. I go, "All right, how did it go?" Mm-hmm. And he sent me the uh, results, the typo results. And I saw Todd Ford 14th, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> he carried it. He he he, uh, he had me fooled for about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> so that's like, what it was? Wow. He's like, dude, he was ripping. He was on fire. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Old Glory. Did he wear the Old Glory gear? Oh, yeah. Yep. The Stars and Stripes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Black nice. showy. All the way. Yeah. yeah. How did Tapia look? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I was kind of surprised, to be honest. Yeah. I saw on his Instagram, he stopped by Fast House on the way up and got another 19 sets of gear. But he was not, he did not race in New Year. He raced in last year's Raven stuff. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, no, I think those pants were new. The pants were new? Okay. Yeah, because they, they never had the white, like, branding okay. on the legs before. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A lot of podium yeah. hat changes. For Tapia? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Oh but good for God. him. Yeah, good for Hometown him. race, like, everybody knew it was him. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, he's from up there. RV right? and then him. You mm. know. Was Trista there? No, I don't think so. Mm. That would have been nice. You know who Trista is, right? His sister. Oh, Tapia's sister? Yeah. Mm. I've, I don't think I've ever seen her. No, she's pretty good. I've she heard. was on a Transworld poster. I've heard. Wow. Mm. Wow. I asked him, oh. I go, hey, your sister's pretty good looking. What happened to you? <laughs> Where'd you get that busted oh. girl? Poor Tevin. Hey, it's not busted anymore. It just sticks out. Yeah. More than <laughs> oh, he's man. a good dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right. I'm just I'm glad that he didn't get my bike because that would have been faster than my <laughs> bike. Well, Foster, I'm just tired of people riding my bike and riding faster, faster than yeah, I am. Right? It just pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. So, uh, all right. Well, hopefully, uh, I'm here next Monday to uh, do the show with you, and I'm not in a hospital in Grays Harbor, <laughs> Washington area. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> right on. Hey, uh, everyone, thanks for listening to uh, the 60 Helmets Kickstart podcast.